informed among the uninformed. Always Right Radio with Bob France on The Answer. 937 now. We continue on this Friday edition of Always Right Radio. Thank you so much for being with us. We'll get back to the House GOP's commitment to America in a bit. Specifically, we'll talk about that with Christina Hagan next hour. But I want to talk more local now. Like I said, most solutions to most problems are not done at the federal level, maybe even at the state level. They have to be done at the local level, at the community level, or in this case, at the county level. And uh, there's going to be a new sheriff in town, if you will. Uh, sorry, it's just a Reggie Hammond line from one of my favorite movies. Uh, there's going to be a new Cuyahoga County executive running the show uh, because uh, Armin Budish has a chance to run for a third term, decided not to. So now uh, two primary winners for this fight. Uh, Chris Ronane is the Democrat. And our next guest, Lee Weingart, is the Republican who is up for Cuyahoga County Commissioner, who has a tremendous plan laid out to change Cuyahoga County and to fix what ails it. He's got some experience. County Commissioner in the mid-1990s. He has been working in the uh, private sector in Cuyahoga County for over 25 years. Uh, His experience... um, uh, I think uh, really helps benefit him, and I think it's going to make people feel very, very confident when they decide what they're going to do on November 8th with this Cuyahoga County executive position. So let's welcome Lee Weingart to our program on AM 1420. The answer, Lee, thank you for the time. How are you this morning? Good morning, Bob. It's great to be on your show. Thanks for having me. That's a lot of energy, man. I like that. <laughs> you know it. Yeah, they, hey, I, they, ran, I ran four miles this morning downtown, so I'm repping, ready to go. Oh, that is so impressive! You know, you guys like you and Peter Kirsten out just tick me off. You just continue to work, <laughs> and, I, and it's because of my own laziness. I, I want to do what you guys do, but and, and and the results are great, but man, it's hard. So I give credit to anybody who can do it. So. Lee, there's there's so much to get into. I want to talk about Cuyahoga County 2030, your plan. I want to talk about yep. your plan uh, to kind of uh, um, mainstream, if you will, or streamline, I guess a better word, streamline the tax system to get rid of Rita. There's a ton to get to. But I, I think, obviously, the first question people would have is, why? You've been so successful in the private sector. You had your turn as a, you know, as a, as a county commissioner, and you served the people of Cuyahoga County greatly during that time. But, but you've been in the private sector. Why do you want to dive back into the public service realm right now? Well, Bob, when I left this county commissioner in 1997 at the age of 30, uh, we had the number one county in Ohio. We were adding population and growing jobs. Last 25 years under single party administration, Reed Democratic Party, we've become the second biggest county in the state and we're losing population, losing jobs. We are a leader in unemployment, poverty, crime, we, are, we have the highest taxes in Ohio, the highest sales tax, which the current administration wants to extend forever to pay for a jail that we can't afford. It is far too big. We have very high property taxes among the highest in the country, not just in the state. And the gut, the gut. I hope that's just a hiccup in the phone line and not a dropped call. And, yeah, it sounds like a dropped call. So we're going to have to pick that up. Um, when we get uh, Lee Weingart back on the line. Boy, oh, boy, I'll tell you what. You know, you'd think that. Uh, how many years are we into the cellular, cellular age? When did cell phones really start booming? I want to say, like, you know, nine, you know, late 80s, early 90s. You would think that they would have improved the tech. They went from flip phones uh, to actually the big brick phones to then the smaller phones, then to the flip phones, which were ultimate, ultimately cool, to the smartphones, and they still can't master the cellular technology to stop drop calls from happening. So uh, we'll get it back. Do we have him back now, Johnny? Uh, Lee, can you hear me? 
But yeah, he was just fine. Okay. Can you hear me? Yeah, I got you now. We, we, your, your call dropped or something happened uh, okay. in the middle of your, your explanation there. But uh, but you just ran down, and, and in fact, I'll just use that break there to, to kind of follow up on what you said. You just ran down a litany of problems um, that Cuyahoga County has been facing for a very, very long time. Every single element that you just talked about, I think everybody is aware of here. So again, to my question... Uh, Lee, you know, mo- that didn't all happen last year. That has been happening over the course of the last couple of decades. So w- why now? In other words, where you been? We could have used maybe some of these great ideas, you know, 15, 20 years ago, but you're here now. So, why now? You know, I, when I left in 1997, uh, I had one child, a daughter who was less than a year old. Mm-hmm. So I was raising a family, putting three kids through college, as many Americans do. You know, I wanted to earn money so I could take care of my kids' future. Well, my kids are all through college. My youngest is a senior at Ohio State. My older two, uh, 26, 24, and the youngest is 21. So they've got, they're on their way. They're doing great. I'm very proud of all three of them. Uh, so we're empty nesters again, my wife and I. We were briefly uh, pre-pandemic, and then everybody came home. So it's a, t- it's a chance to get back into the community. So my company is 20 years old this year. We've had a great run. The last three years particularly have been good for us. So it's time to give back to the public. Uh, I've got a vision for how we fix this county government, make it more responsive to the needs of the citizens. And so I'd be um, I'd be wrong not to run. If you have a vision, if you see a problem you can fix, it's incumbent upon you, I think, to run. That's very well said. And I think that's the true epitome of service. A lot of people talk about public service, and I think a lot of people get into politics and run for office for their own personal benefit, not to actually serve. But you just described true service. I respect the heck out of that. That's a great reason to do this. So, Lee, let's, um, you know, you mentioned, you know, and you can't avoid it. I mean, this county has been run by Democrats. Uh, The city of Cleveland has been run run by Democrats pretty much for my entire lifetime. So all of the problems you just ran down are kind of laid at their feet, in my estimation. So let me read this from your website, which is uh, Weingart2022.com, for those who want to follow along here. I am proposing a new vision for our county, Cuyahoga Cuyahoga 2030, not a conservative or liberal approach, neither Democratic nor Republican. Rather, uh, Cuyahoga 2030 is a prescription for more responsible and activist county government, one that guards against overtaxing its citizens and proposes bold new initiatives and investments to meet our challenges. So the line there that's important to me, or the part of that is, neither Democratic nor Republican. But you, Lee, are a Republican, and you can't get away from that in a big, big oh, no. Democrat yep. county. So how how do you reach Democrat voters who have made this, you know, one of the bluest areas of the country? How do you reach them and say, trust me, a Republican, to turn this around for you? You know, the good news about local government, county government, is it's not a divisive, partisan form of government. We don't deal with social issues at the local level, like abortion, gun control, prayer in school, things like that. It's really an administrative government. And so my appeal to Democratic voters and Republican voters is I'm going to run a better government. I'm going to spend your money more wisely. So a lot of what I want to do revolves around tax reform, which we can talk about. But uh, I also want to have a smaller county government. So we're not going to hire a bunch of people based on patronage who are connected somehow to the government. Um, We're going to hire the best people we can find, and they are going to help me reform this government, turn around, Stop investing in government. Like my opponent wants to add four new departments, hundreds of people, millions of dollars to a dysfunctional government. I would rather invest in the community, hold the line on taxes, and be more responsible with taxpayers' dollars. That message really rings with everybody I talk to, whether they be east side, west side, suburban, urban. 
people understand the need for government. We have to have a government, particularly county government, because that serves the most vulnerable citizens that we have. They want a less burdensome government and a more effective government. That is my message. Lee Weingart is my guest. He's a Republican candidate for Cuyahoga County Executive. You you also note in this, and, and we'll talk about the four pillars in a second, correctly, by the way, that it will take a whole community effort, citizens, nonprofits, foundations, business, labor, and government, all working together for the long term to make this work. Do you have reach-outs already? Have you established connections in each of those areas to bring them together should you win the election? I have. So we have a broad-based campaign in the business community, the nonprofit community, um, again, both political parties. We're really trying to reach to everybody we can because it's a really big, it's a very big county, uh, very complex county, and we need to bring in disparate groups together if we're going to solve problems. So I started my campaign uh, in earnest on the east side. I'm a native of Cleveland Heights, so I'm an east side guy, really focused in areas of uh, wards 1 through 10 at Cleveland, where Republicans do not run well. In fact, in 1996, as I sought re-election as county commissioner, I won everything in Cuyahoga County, the west side, the suburbs, but I got demolished uh, in the uh, African-American wards of Cleveland, wards 1 through 11 at that time. Mm-hmm. And I can't afford that to happen again. So we've been very active on the east side. We secured about $2.2 million last year to help eight black-owned restaurants survive the pandemic. We got money for the United Black Fund for Karamu House, for the YWCA. We got money to put a new roof on the Harvard Community Services Center in Ward 1, and uh, money to renovate a house in the Glenville area, which will become permanent housing for four women coming out of the state prison system. So we were very active on projects last year as a demonstration of what I could do when I become county executive. You're uh, there. I'm glad you brought that part up about you know East Cleveland and uh, and your your own background there. Um, when you spoke to the City Club, there's a quote that's on their page about the about this. Uh, I will not write off East Cleveland if I do nothing else as county executive. I will do my darndest to make sure East Cleveland brings itself back to the greatness that it had in the 1950s and 1960s. I think that's noble. Um, it's also an extraordinary undertaking because it has been down since the 50s and 60s for a reason. Um, so so that, that's, that's going to take an awful lot of effort and resources, particularly when you also then need to focus on the other cities in the, in the, uh, uh, in the county. It will. So you know, one of my initiatives called 10,000 Homes for Cuyahoga County to have 10,000 families who are currently renting or in public housing move into a home that they own. So it's a, it's a county uh, allocation and then also leveraging about $500 million of private capital from the banks to help these 10,000 families. I would like the first 200 of those homes to be built on 40 acres in East Cleveland that are owned by the Cuyahoga Land Bank, which, by the way, I helped to create back in 2007. If you could move 200 families into East Cleveland into homes that they own, that would create a need for a new grocery store, a new dry cleaner, all of the retail outlets that you see in the suburbs to support new housing development. If you fix that little corner of East Cleveland, then you can slowly take back the rest of East Cleveland. This is yes, it has to be a project led by East Cleveland. This is not going to be led by outsiders, but the county can certainly provide uh, access to resources and capital to make it happen. I also think these Cleveland police have a significant problem, as has been reported on, on this station and others, uh, other media outlets. I'd like to see the county sheriff deputies take over policing in East Cleveland. I think it's a more trustworthy force. The uh, sheriff's deputies are more effective, and we know that the East Cleveland Police Department is riddled with problems 
and corruption. So yeah. if we can do a housing initiative and take the safety forces in with the sheriff's deputies, I think we can make a big step toward making East Cleveland a great place again. Has uh, the sheriff uh, responded to such a suggestion about whether they would go for it? No, and, you know, I'm focusing on electing a sheriff. So we've had a lot of problems in the county jail. Fifteen people have died since 2018, largely because I think the sheriff doesn't really control the jail. For example, the director of the jail, a guy called Ken Mills, who was appointed by Armin Budish, uh, is now in jail for his failure to keep the defendants in the jail safe. When we had an elected sheriff, uh, when I was county commissioner 25 years ago, people didn't die in the county jail because the sheriff knew if somebody died, when he faced re-election, he did explain to the voters why that person died. So if the sheriff is accountable to the voters, not just to the executive and the county council, I think you'll have a safer jail and a safer community. We're talking to Lee Weingart, if you just tuned us in. Uh, Lee Weingart is the Republican candidate for Cuyahoga County Executive. We're talking about a whole, whole my goodness, you could do this for hours and hours because there's so many issues facing this county, and I really appreciate your chance to, the chance to just uh, scratch the surface of it. Tell me about the four pillars of Cuyahoga 2030, your plan. So we have, you know, uh, grow the Cuyahoga County economy, uh, make Cuyahoga County safer, uh, reduce the burden of county government, and make county government more effective for the citizens. And let me focus on reducing the burden because there's a big burden from taxes. Okay. Firstly, we are going to freeze property taxes for seniors on fixed incomes. We're going to roll back the value of their properties to the pre-2021 level because we had massive increases in property values in 2021 for tax purposes. If you are at least 60 years old and make less than $50,000 a year, excluding Social Security and pensions, so this is going to cover about 70,000 seniors who own their own homes. We're going to freeze the value and freeze the taxes until you sell your house. If that's 20 years, that's great. So it's great property tax relief for seniors on fixed incomes. It's a good hedge against inflation. Uh, the signature do, do you program, have a number? If I'm sorry, Lee, do, do you yeah. have a number in terms of what kind of revenue that will cost the county by by rolling those back to pre-21? Because that's, of course, the first thing people say when you give a tax break as well. Is that yep. paid for? I mean, where yep. are we going to get that? Yep. Where are we going to make that up from? Go ahead. So the county collects about 2.5 billion dollars a year of property taxes. Two thirds of that is industrial or commercial, so that's excluded from my program. That doesn't count. Okay. Talk about one third of the 2.5 billion. We estimate. The revenue uh, reduction would be about $10 million, which is spread throughout the county, not just the county, but school districts, cities, the parks. Everybody takes a little chunk of that $10 million. So we're talking about 0.4% of the total collection. And I think that every budget can be run with 0.4% less revenue. If they can't, they've got a problem. So... Totally agree. Well, families yeah. have had to do it. In fact, you know, and sure. I don't want to. I don't want to pivot off of what you're doing here, but but we all have to adjust our budgets because of you know a variety of reasons. And right now, that happens to be 40 year high inflation. So we all have to you know uh, do a little bit more with a little bit less from time to time. That's Why right. can't our government agencies do the same? And you know, we think that money is better in the in the hands of seniors in their homes who have been taxpayers for generations, mm-hmm. uh, as opposed to being in the hands of government. And it, you know, and it could just be a couple hundred bucks that separates a senior from keeping her house to losing her house. I talked to a woman in uh, Ward 1 of Cleveland, the east side, 87 years old. She's owned her house since 1965. Her mortgage was paid off decades ago, but she fears losing her house to higher property taxes. No woman, no man, no senior should lose her or his home 
based on increasing property taxes. Um, we're talking to Lee Weingart. He is the uh, Cuyahoga County candidate, or excuse me, Republican candidate for Cuyahoga County Executive. And we're talking about um, his agenda, which is uh, Cuyahoga 2030. It includes uh, tax reform in a number of ways. In addition to the breaks you just talked about, freezing and then rolling actually back the rates for seniors in the county, uh, 60, uh, 60 years of age and older, you, you want to completely abolish RITA. Let, let, let's hit that real quick. We don't have a ton of time left, but I do want to get that. Well, in. So. There are 56 communities in the county that levy a local income tax. Mm -hmm. That often results in a double tax if you work somewhere different from where you live. So I want to end all local income taxes at the city level, consolidate under Cuyahoga County. It would be a 2.25% tax. comes out of your paycheck every month just like federal and state are withheld. That is the end of RITA, the end of prepayments, the end of makeup payments, the end of penalties, the end of waiting on hold forever. Talk to RITA. RITA goes away just like CCA and a few other tax departments this will level. It makes your taxes simpler. It eliminates double taxes, which are unfair. It makes our county more competitive. We can draw more employers and more jobs because it's a tax-friendly environment, uh, not a tax-unfriendly environment. It's also important for municipalities like the city of Cleveland, which are losing a lot of money because of remote work. So people aren't coming downtown, and they're getting refunds on their local income taxes. Under my plan, if you live or work in Cuyahoga County, you pay the 2.25%. So if your employer is in Cleveland and you work on Mars, you're paying the 2.25%. This keeps Cleveland healthy, Strongsville, Solon, Beachwood, Independence. Cities that have large employment centers, which are losing a lot of money from remote work, will be kept whole through this system. That is uh, a phenomenal approach. Um, I'll ask a similar question to the one I asked before. Do you have a number? Not This isn't about the revenue. This is about the savings. Uh, average household in Cuyahoga County, if you eliminate all local income taxes and substitute just this 2.25% Cuyahoga County tax, what does this do bottom line for the average family and in, in household in uh, Cuyahoga County? So we think it's a tax cut for most people because you are paying twice. For example, I, I live in Shaker Heights and I work in Cleveland. I pay Cleveland 2.5%. I pay Shaker 1.25, so 3.75 total. Under my system, it's 2.25. So for most people who live in one city and work in another, it's going to be a tax cut. Uh, and it's going to be a huge time savings. No more filling out the RETA forms and the prepayments and the makeup payments. We're going to make their lives easier, and we're going to reduce their income taxes. Lee, I've got two minutes to go that I don't even have, but I'm going to give them to you because I really want to, <laughs> I want to ask you this question. Um um, your opponent in this thing, you, a couple of headlines here. Uh, a discussion gets fiery between uh, can, uh, ex- county executive candidates in the Cleveland.com slash plain dealer edit- or, uh, endorsement interview, and then also you had a debate with Chris Ronane. Can you uh, summarize the differences between the two of you in two minutes? I'll give you my closing statement, but I'll, reduce, I'll have a slightly slower version. So you know, Chris wants to add four new departments to county government at a cost of millions of dollars and hundreds of new employees. I think we invest in the community. We have a smaller uh, county government that's more active but less expensive. Uh, Chris Renane favors non-citizens voting in our election. He said that out loud. He favors non-citizens voting in our elections. I do not favor non-citizens voting. I believe voting is a quintessential right of U.S. citizenship. Chris does not favor tax reform. I've talked about my tax reform for seniors, freezing their property taxes, and for everybody else, ending RITA, and unfair double local income taxes. His vision is for a tax-and-spend big government. 
my vision is to invest in people, invest in programs that help people. So he wants to grow Cuyahoga County government. I want to grow Cuyahoga County. That's a pretty good summary. And by the way, just for those who don't know, uh, Lee Weingart is not kidding with what he just said <clears throat> that uh, Chris Ronane said out loud. We have a this... mayor who said a citizen is paying their taxes here, and I want to see a person who may not technically be qualified, quote, as a citizen. Uh, I want to see what that mayor has to say. And if that mayor wants to see that resident be able to walk into a voting booth and vote, then I want to support the mayor in a home rule city. Did, did your jaw drop as far as mine did when I first heard that? That's a pretty astounding statement. We were at Global Cleveland Forum, and that's a pretty far-left organization. The room was full of people who are not Weingart supporters. When he said it, I had a grin from ear to ear. Uh, it, was, it was a catch question, and I knew he would say yes because he is a pleaser at heart. He wanted them to love him in that room. I said no because no is the right answer. Uh, Lee Weingart, I hope this is the beginning of a conversation and not, and not the entire conversation with you between now Whatever and Whatever you want, Bob. This Always is, come uh, on your... Yeah, this is a lot of very important information you're sharing. And, of course, I'll reach out to Chris Ronane, too, and give him a chance to answer some of these very same questions, particularly about <laughs> letting non-citizens vote. But, but Lee Weingart, no, seriously, I, I, this is a great opportunity for Cuyahoga County to turn a page. Uh, that has been We've been on the same page of the same book for so long, and it is just getting so monotonous, and so uh, we're not getting anything done. There's a chance to really kind of flip it over and do something new with a leader like you uh, running the Cuyahoga County, uh, uh, running Cuyahoga County as the executive. I wish you the best of luck, and I do want to make sure we talk again very soon, all right? Thank you, sir. Have a great weekend. You do the same, sir. Thank you. All right, that's Lee Weingart. It's 9.59, time for news. We will try to get Chris Ronane on, too. Equal time, equal opportunity. We'll ask him some of these tough questions. But uh, for now, there you have Lee Weingart, and I think there's a real opportunity here. We'll be back. It's just another night. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.